Hello, hello. Everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey. And Erin, why do I feel feel like we're both in really goofy moods tonight? I know. I can already feel it. I'm honestly really tired, so I might be a giggle monster today. (laughs) That's what it is. I'm definitely really... I took a six-hour nap today. (laughs) I took like a three-hour nap. Okay. So yeah, today's going to be a fun day. (laughs) I can already feel it in my Okay, well, let me compose myself really quick. <laughs> composing, <laughs> composing. Okay, so we're recapping um, episode four. I would like to give everyone an update on my PTSD. I did, my heart wasn't racing. I wasn't nervous. I feel like I kind of got that out of the way last week. And episode four, I was just watching it like a common bystander. <laughs> so Yay! <laughs> love that a healed queen, a healed queen. <laughs> that's so good honestly I have so much to say just like uh, the way that some of these guys talk it just cracks me up honestly the, dude, the whole cast dude. the whole cast is a trip dude oh, honestly man. oh I'm literally crying laughing okay I've got to get it together Ooh. but no for real I was watching it and I didn't even feel like I was like on this season. It was weird. I I can't explain it, but I was like, okay, like if this is how things are gonna go, I'm stoked. No, that's actually really good. Like all jokes aside, <laughs> all jokes aside, I really am a healed queen because this shit should be bothering me. Okay, and it's not. <laughs> um. Okay, so the episode starts out, and my go-to, I'm per usual blaming myself. Yep. <laughs> and, um. Yeah. And I realized that I've had a wall up with Evan, which honestly, that is um, that is facts. I will say that. Like, okay. my, I don't agree in me blaming myself. I mean, it's so cringe to watch that throughout the past few episodes and it's going to continue. But um, I definitely had a wall up with him because I didn't trust him and I was always walking on eggshells. So it, I was like not my true self at all. So that yeah, I agree Yeah, with. but like that's not your fault. Like, I no, like it's not like my God. Yeah. He got yeah. you to that point. Yeah, like that was that was not who I was. Like I was acting yeah. that way because of the situation I was in and like the actions I was receiving yeah. from this person. Yeah. And like honestly, like you said something that kind of stood out to me and you were like, you know, I could be a little more affectionate and like oh lo- yeah. loving or something. But what I like when you were saying that, something that it made me think that it's so hard to be affectionate to someone even that you love so much when they're constantly like treating you a certain way. Oh yeah. You you almost like you love this person, but you have no desire to be like affectionate or like intimate because you lost that like emotional um, attraction. And that runs so much deeper than the physical one. And I feel like when you said that, a part it like resonated with me a little bit because I do feel like that happens often where it's so hard to be affectionate, even though you know you love that person because you're still like have it in your mind certain things they've done to you, you know? Yeah, Yeah, no. And I feel like in order to be like really affectionate and loving towards someone, you have to feel safe to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? And I'm the type of person where like, 
I don't really like get physical with people. So like for me to be like cuddly and loving and like affectionate with someone, like I have to feel like safe and comfortable in order to do that. So I, I didn't feel safe and comfortable, um, in order to like be vulnerable like that with him. And it's actually interesting because, um, people always ask me all the time, like, when's the last time you saw him? When's the last time you spoke to him? Uh The last time I spoke to him, I fucking like ripped him apart. in like this crazy novel I sent after he was like still blaming me for everything, like months after the show finished. And one of the things that I said in that crazy novel text, I'll never forget. I was like, and no shit. I never wanted to be affectionate with you with like exclamation points. Like, are you joking, bro? Like, of course I didn't want to be affectionate with you. Like, are you out of your mind? No, seriously. <laughs> like it's how could you be turned on by someone who is like yeah, such a asshole. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> and get your like adrenaline pumping in like a bad way. Yeah. Um okay, so Katie is watching um John say so we're at the <laughs> bonfire it starts yeah. with the bonfire. Katie is watching John say that he needs to forget about Katie and they shouldn't waste each other's time. Katie was like surprisingly upset. Mm -hmm. I'm like comforting her and Katie, this actually was a big turning point when Katie realizes that she has daddy issues that she needs to work through and she's kind of projecting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know. When I was watching that, I feel like I saw a different side of her because I do think she's like misunderstood. Yep. And Again, it's probably just the way that she unintentionally, like, expresses herself. Like, she just doesn't have a yeah. filter. And I feel like she is, mis- like, very misunderstood. But for her to say to, like, not really what she didn't grow up with a father figure, so she's longing for that in a partner, I, I get that. Like, I feel yeah. like that it makes sense. It makes sense why she wants that big, manly, like, macho guy yeah. who's going to be, like, a protector and a provider and all that. Yeah. I just don't think she realizes that there are different types of men. Yes. And someone who is like loving and financially stable and like is a homeowner and cooks and yeah. maybe just wants to stay like that that you also that also is a version of like being a man. And plus like I think like something that we've been really preaching throughout our podcast it's like okay like everyone goes through trauma and everyone has like mm-hmm. shit that like affects who they are as a person, but that's your responsibility to go handle that and get that fixed. And you shouldn't be projecting that onto the men that you're dating. And like, yeah. that shouldn't affect the way that you treat people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's yeah. something that you need to go get fixed like immediately or it's going to destroy your life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um. Okay. So Shari's clip, she sees the funny message on the mirror She doesn't get too upset. And I loved how she said, I'm not going to allow his experience to control mine. And she's even kind of like laughing and giggling. And I was like, wow, like growth. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same thing. She was same thoughts. you know, he loves attention and yeah, it's, that's just how, yeah. She took it with like a grain of salt. She was like, okay, like I'm not going to freak out over this. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now Nicole, she sees Carl talking to Allie, which again, I think it's so wild that we never saw a minute of that date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's so crazy. And then it ended up in a bonfire clip. But, (laughs) you know. Yeah, I was like, what what happened on that date for them to nix the whole freaking thing? Right. 
Um, so Nicole's kind of getting emotional and she says she's happy for him because she knows what he's been through. She feels like she, like she herself is developing empathy. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are your thoughts on all this? Because I'm very confused. I don't know. I, I feel like it's almost a little bit, it seems like a little bit of like a, a cover up in a sense where she is probably bothered, but doesn't necessarily want Mark or anyone knowing she's bothered. And I honestly feel like a lot of people, like a lot of people do that going on the show. Like you said it yourself, I, like you I were feel feeling like- a certain way, but you didn't want to cry and stuff. I just, I feel like what I'm seeing with Nicole is for her to say she's happy to see him kind of bonding with another woman and saying that he likes her vibe and that obviously she's beautiful, but there's something different about her and that there could possibly be a connection and stuff. Like, I don't know if it's true that she feels happy for him. I don't know. No, dude, I kind of call bullshit. I think it's kind of the same type of situation that I've, I was doing because Nicole is like a very strong, strong person, especially when it comes to her emotions. I think she's holding shit in. Uh That's what I think. I think she's, there's no way that like she saw that and was like, I'm happy for him. Yeah. And then being like, I need to like develop more empathy and stuff. It's like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's great. Any, everyone can try to develop more empathy. That's amazing. But I, I think that it was more, I don't want anyone to see I'm bothered. Yeah. And yeah, a hundred percent. I agree. Um, so again, I'm always last. <laughs> last, last again. Here we go. On brand. Um, I thought I was so sad when I was like, hold my hand, please. Like that's what I like, know. Yeah, that's the emotional state I'm in. I'm just a hot freaking mess. Oh I like need someone to hold my hand. And this is someone like I've been really open and honest about it. I'm not big on emotion and I'm not good mm-hmm. on like physical touch. So the fact that I am on national TV right now asking someone I just met to hold my hand, that's how you know I'm in a dark place and a desperate wow. place because I'm <laughs> I'm doing shit that I'm that's like I would never want to like hold hands with someone wow. <laughs> like that, you know, unless I'm yeah. like in love with you. Right, right. Oh my gosh. So, so yeah, I'm a mess. Um, okay. So my clip, I see Evan telling Morgan that like, she's not going to get eliminated. She doesn't need to worry about that. They tell each other that they have a crush on each other Uh and then the clip ends and I basically, I'm like, eh, not good. Yeah. Can I just say though, real quick, the amount of times Morgan brings up elimination, like every single fucking day, every single time they're talking, it's like, are you more worried about getting eliminated or like, and it being a competition with the other girls or like, do you actually like this kid? Like, I just couldn't imagine going on a date with someone and being like, so are you going to eliminate me? Don't eliminate me. Who are you going to eliminate? I want to be with you. Don't eliminate. It's, it just, it's like, whoa, why are you thinking about elimination on your first, second date with someone? Like, why are you worried about other girls? Why are you worried about things you can't control? Like be in the moment, get to know this guy. She keeps bringing up elimination. It's, you know know. what I didn't really like notice that much because I was more concentrating on other outlandish things that they were saying (laughs) 
<laughs> but but you're freaking right, dude. That is kind of odd. Because if I was like really in love with someone, and I'm not saying that she wasn't really in love with him, because I think I've talked to her in the past, and I think in her own mind at that time she like whatever reason <laughs> thought she was really in love. <laughs> so, um, I genuinely think that she thought that, but this is the thing. I feel like if I was like falling in love with someone on one of these shows, the last thing I would bring up would be like the game show aspect part of it. You know what I mean? Like That's so awkward. It's very like, she's constantly like almost like, I I don't know, like trying to put it in his mind, like little messages, like here and there about elimination or I, I, I want to be the only one that goes on a date with you. Like, are you yeah. going to pick other girls type thing? It was yeah. just very strange. I mean, I'm sure they <laughs> talked about other stuff as well, but like what we're seeing is just that and it's yeah. constant. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, the clip ends. I say, eh, not good. I'm scared and I need to stay strong and just hope he's not going to give up on something that I thought was really special. Uh-huh. I thought it was like so cute and also so sad. Okay, it's weird like watching me and Nicole because now like we're closer than ever, but back then I actually forgot how close we really were because mm-hmm. me and her were so different and we like struggled to understand each other because our just like personalities are so different. Yeah. But watching us back then and her like holding me when we're walking away and I'm like, dude, I don't think he's going to make it, do you? And then she's so cute. She was like, I kind of do. That was the Evan I saw when you guys were together in front of each other. Yeah. So I just like know her so well. And back then I know for a fact she was just like did not know how to handle the situation and she's handling it so well. I just yeah. I love her. <laughs> I-, I know that was really cute. And then you finish off with I know, but there's another girl there. Yeah. Cause I'm Ugh. like, I, I put that, I know I said that because when she said he's acting like the Evan that I saw with you, I was like, okay, but he's acting like that with another girl, which is the concerning part, you know? Yeah. yeah I gotcha. Uh, like in that moment, did you like, was that when you realized things were going to take your turn or do you think it's after this bonfire that we end with in this episode? Um, no, I like I was honest that very first clip I saw when he was in that confessional and he was talking about how he thinks a connection will top mine and his at Temptation Island. That very first clip, I knew that Evan was going to cheat. Wow. So, yeah, I really did because I knew him so well at the time. So just like his body language, the way he was talking, it was like it triggered me because it, it was a pattern. It's like I've seen this pattern many times before and we're back here again. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, so these um so these clips like that one didn't make me think he was cheating. I was already on that page, but it was kind of mm-hmm. like I was just slowly trying to hope and pray that like producers were just manipulating things to make it look worse than it really was. Right. And that I was wrong. I was hoping my gut feeling was wrong. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do in those situations. Yeah. It's a mind game for sure. It's a mind game. Okay. So the guys, they get back to the beach villa. Javen is super confused on why Shari is so upset because he's not doing anything that's against their rules, which I get. I get it. Okay. But it's like, 
we gotta I keep can't... in mind like we don't know the extent of what's happening in, on each side of the houses you know yeah I didn't really like the way he was kind of talking about her he's yeah. like you know she claimed to be a confident and strong and independent oh woman, yeah he did say but that. I'm doing everything that falls in our agreement it's like first of all what do you mean she claimed if you were her man you would be like I know she is a strong yeah. independent woman but yeah. clearly she's upset over these things or like I don't like how he's like you know she claims to be yeah like an attitude like you're you're upset that she's showing a vulnerable side and not being the confident independent strong woman she claims to be and that's where it's like these guys are getting upset at their girlfriends for showing over them crying over them yeah which is really fucking weird it's so strange and that was the first time with Javen I was kind of a little disappointed because he's been like my front runner this whole season like yeah he's hilarious he's a great guy he avoids the girls but he's still respectful he makes jokes but then he said that over her being upset and I was like, ooh, I don't really like that. Plus, it's kind of been a theme for him because he kind of said that same type of shit at the last bonfire. How, like, mm-hmm. crying weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so now the girls get back to the mountain villa. We're playing beer pong. Katie and Wynn are talking and flirting a lot. I have yeah. so many questions about this <laughs> Matt situation that okay. I – Yeah. I'm not going to lie – and I might be that 1%, but I do not agree with anything I witnessed. And that's why I need your clarification because I'm actually Team Matt right now. Yeah, to be honest, I watching it, I was Team Matt too. <laughs> so. I, I, like, honestly, my heart, my heart broke a little bit. I was like, yeah. yo, this is yeah. not cool. It was not good. So I'll just like read my note and then we can you can start asking me whatever you want about this. But I basically just said that Matt says he needs to be more aggressive and is confessional. And then he goes and does that. Um, and he goes up to Nicole and kind of like calls her out like, why haven't I gotten a date? Nicole doesn't like how he called her out in front of the other guys. Tyler gets pissed because, quote, we need to make these girls feel comfortable at all times. So then Matt pulls Nicole aside privately. Tyler wants him to apologize. It got really awkward. And Nicole is glad that Tyler is there for her. So now let me know Uh your questions. (laughs) I mean, I am more just like, I did not think it was that big of a deal. I didn't either. That's number one. I think that when he went into confessional or whatever I'm saying that he needs to be more aggressive, even by the way he was saying it, I don't think he meant aggressive as in like, aggressive I think he meant more like I need to start putting myself out there and be confident because it's hard when you're competing with 11 other singles yeah so I thought he meant it like that and then I don't think that he was trying to call her out in front of the other guys they were literally like cooking doing their own thing and he from what it looked like went up to Nicole yes there were people in the kitchen but I think he asked really nice I don't think it was aggressive I yeah. think he literally was just like, you know, why haven't you taken me on any dates? He was smiling. He was being sweet about it. Yeah. And then when they were talking privately, when Tyler walked up, that's when it was like, no, I didn't like that. I thought it was very attention seeking. There's cameras yeah. around. People are trying to get the airtime. They want that drama. Like, I don't think Tyler actually gives a shit about Nicole yeah. and Matt talking or the respect part. And I don't know Tyler, obviously. Jesus. I yeah. think it was more like, oh, there's cameras around. Let me, you know, put on a show. 
Yeah. So I honestly, my question for you is just like, what is, what was the deal with Matt? So this is the thing is I actually agree with pretty much everything that you said, because when I watched it, I was kind of taken aback too, because like, I haven't seen this in many years and I just, I forgot about this whole thing airing to be honest, but knowing I actually know the people that were involved. So I feel like I, I have a little bit more insight. So Matt is just, he, I don't know what he's like in real life because I'm pretty sure he works in like nightlife and like clubbing and promoting like in LA. Yeah. And in order to do that, like you have to have, you can't be like shy and awkward, you know, you're right. like a social person. But in that house, he was just very like socially awkward. And he yeah. just, the way that he went about things was just a little like off, I guess. Yeah. And knowing Nicole, especially back then, like now she's like very a lot more like social and like open and not so reserved. But back then, especially in that house, emotions were like high. Okay. Yeah, you're on people, edge. Yeah. You're very irritable. I yeah. honestly, I totally get that. So I think she was just like very like taken aback because she she was focusing in on the fact that like he called her out in front of like other dudes Mm -hmm. and I think she just wanted him to like take her privately and like ask her like nicely like hey like I really like you like why like is there a reason like you're not interested in me or like is there something I can do but he was just like why haven't you taken me on a date in front of like other guys. So I think it just escalated the situation. And then, yeah, Tyler, I think two things is happening. And I love Tyler. He's one of my friends in LA. Love him. However, I think two things is happening. I think it's just like an alpha male thing. I think he has his eye on Nicole and he's just making a scene for the cameras and like trying to show her that like he's all about her. Like just alpha Mm -hmm. male aggressive like bullshit, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then also I think – I think a part of him, it's genuine. I think he was just like uncomfortable that she was uncomfortable. Mm, okay. But I don't agree with it. I think everyone overreacted. <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I don't think it was that big of a deal at all. I think the reason that I got like a little defensive for Matt was just the like almost unsure, like confused look on yeah, that face when it was happening and that actually like hurt my heart Casey because like you know what I do for work and like yeah it, I'm not saying like they're grown men it's not like a bullying situation yeah but when you are trying to establish like dominance and like being like an alpha you normally go for like the weaker person yeah the easiest target and unfortunately it just kind of seemed like that that's what happened because yeah agree. alarmed like he looked scared shitless and then the, you know Tyler was like okay like now you can continue I don't know it just rubbed me the it wrong was not way. yeah it wasn't a good look <laughs> yeah it was it hurt my heart too like seeing Matt's face like when they were sitting down separately because you could tell he was genuinely like so confused right right yeah. it was so I don't know but I mean I'm glad you but like as far as Matt goes like as a person, was he like a nice guy? He was just shy. He was a nice guy, but he just like never like put himself out there. And then when he did, I actually think if I remember correctly later 
in this season, he tries talking to me and I'm like not listening to, I'm like dissociating the whole freaking time he's talking to me. And it's because he's like only talking about himself. Mm, okay. You know? So he's yeah. just like, he's just like socially awkward and doesn't really get social cues and just only talks about himself. Yeah. So okay. it's just, that's the kind of guy he is. And I just think that was with the type of person Nicole is. And, like, she's very reserved and she's on edge. Like, the way that he came up to her, even though he did absolutely nothing wrong, it was just Mm. he doesn't get social cues. Yeah. And it just was, like, it snowballed out of control really quick. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. All right. Well, thanks for bringing that up. I still think that, like, they needed to chill a little bit (laughs) because it was was sad. (laughs) It was sad. Um, So now we're back at the beach villa. Morgan and Evan are in the jacuzzi at the beach villa. He's scared to take her on a second date. Yeah, but side note, why has he got to say girl at the end? (laughs) He says girl all the time. Did he (laughs) say that when you were dating? Not to me, no. But like the fact he – yeah. I think he's never like – and honestly, this is probably a good sign for you prior to like going on the show. He has no – he has no social interaction skills. No, dude. Because that guy is literally – I'm sorry, the most awkward person (laughs) I've seen talk to a girl like ever. Like he is so just awkward and like scared and nervous. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because the cameras are around and he knows you're going to see it or if he really just like hasn't been on a date in a while so he doesn't know what he's doing or what. I but- think also like our dynamic like back then like he used to say this all the time like I was his crutch. Okay. Like mm-hmm. he couldn't function without me. Like I was his crutch. And that was like socially as well. Like I was like the social butterfly bubbly could like walk into a room, talk with anyone, laugh, make anyone laugh. And I made like Evan comfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was a social butterfly and I handled all the conversation for both of us. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. I actually know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I don't know. He he can't function without me at this point. (laughs) It's just for him to end like majority of his like sentences with girl. I don't know what it is about that. Like maybe I'm just like looking too deep into it, but. I'm honestly no. scared to take you on a second date, girl. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, but you're not the only person I noticed and had an issue with that because literally that was like a constant thing that people were talking about, like on Reddit and the fan pages wow. was how often he says girl. And wow. a lot of people, a lot of people were like, it's because like he has so many chicks in his life that he like, he uses girl to not use the wrong name. Oh my God. <laughs> That's probably so true. Like, dude, yeah. right. It's like, filler word oh my gosh like could you no, imagine like I, he didn't even people, know a lot of people thought that's why he said it all the time like forgot morgan's name oh <laughs> my god I don't forget her name but just that he doesn't say like the wrong name oh that's fucked wow <laughs> I don't my know mind is blown though because that I don't makes know sense. it does make sense that's the sad part oh um god. And then Morgan kind of ends this little moment with, stop, you're literally making me tell you that I like you. And that's uh, how that all ends. Yeah, but, you know, we have to reflect on the fact she says she doesn't want him taking anyone else on a date and all that I, stuff. I it's love like, that you're bringing up all the tough things because I'm trying to stay unbiased over here. <laughs> but, like, this is my thing. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, 
I really think in that moment, he doesn't want to say he likes her back because I, in that moment watching, and obviously like, I know the outcome. I know that he is not a good person. I understand all that, but watching in the moment right now, I genuinely feel like he doesn't want to say it back because he's unsure and it's being forced down his throat. That is what I'm getting from this scene right here. Yeah. Like in the moment right now, it seems like he's very uncomfortable. He's scared to say it back. He doesn't want to say it back. And again, I don't know if it's because the cameras are around or if you're in the back of his mind or if because he doesn't feel it. But just by his body language, and I like to think I'm very good at reading people, but based off his body language, him kind of stuttering, like, I really don't think he knows in that moment how he feels. And he's scared because he has this really, like, aggressive, not in, like, a bad way, but, like, aggressive woman in front of him kind of, like, demanding, like, fucking Trace did with LaSalle's, (laughs) all these answers. Like, she's literally date number two being like, tell me you're not going to live in it. Tell me you're taking me on a second date. Tell me you like me. And he's, like, backed in a corner. Dude. That's what I'm getting. Dude. the outcome. I know it it changes, but that is what I'm getting. (laughs) I'm just – go on with your bad self. Spit facts. (laughs) Preach. (laughs) I'm I'm here for it. And, again, you guys, Erin and I have never talked about any of this stuff. So I did not tell her to say any of that. These are her own thoughts that she's spitting right now. That's – I'm like, that. I'm not at all. Like, this is, like – very authentic like I said I would keep it real but I genuinely just am I can't get a read on him and I think that I I think that Morgan knows what she wants and I'm not I'm like an aggressive she's on a a mission yeah like I'm not saying it in a bad way and I'm not this is not a dig at her at all but I do think that he probably feels a little bit of pressure because it's all happening very quickly and you can just tell by his body language he doesn't know what to say yeah he seems a little confused um Um, so it kind of ends that whole little scene ends that evan admits what he feels for morgan is real and then i quoted i've always taken myself out out of the game before i can fuck up morgan is changing my psyche and he's scared of what could be which i think it's so funny like I've always taken myself out of the game before I can fuck up. Bro, you've literally never once taken yourself out of the game. Okay, Okay, I had – I literally had so many questions for you. Ask. With what he said. Ask. First of all, why are you putting – why are you putting yourself in situations where you can cheat in the first place? Yeah. That's number one. Like, if you're in love with someone, you live with them, you've been dating for X amount of years – why are you ever putting yourself in a position where you have to like take yourself out of it? Like yeah. before it happens, that was my first initial thought. Yeah. Like, why are you putting yourself in that position to cheat? And so I guess my question for you is like, when you guys were dating, was he like going out a lot? Like, I don't understand what he's like referencing no. to. And why would he brag about that? Like, I don't cheat on, I, I take myself out of those situations. Dude, um, I don't know. <laughs> So I will never understand men or anyone who brags about not cheating. Yeah. (laughs) The weirdest part about it is, is like he's bragging about it, but it's like you're, you're, he was literally like currently cheating. Doing it. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I wish, 
I could ask him, like, do you actually believe these lies that, like, come out of your mouth? Like, I need to know, like, if you believe this shit because it's just pure bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pure and utter bullshit. And it seems like you believe it. Like, when you say it, like, it looks like you believe what you're saying, which is the scary part. Absolutely. Um, But no, like, our relationship, so after his dad happened in, like, 2012, that's when we became exclusive after that. And for a few years, he really, or I was under the impression, I thought he'd really changed because I had dated him on and off in college and, like, had been friends with him. And he was crazy, like, frat boy, athlete, like, always going through different girls, um, partied all the time and then it went from like that to no like he was never going out never partying he rarely drank like um and that was like for five years up until ti we did not go out we did not drink he went from like maybe drinking like a handful of times a year to drunk all day every day on ti (laughs) so wow yeah, yeah no he really hadn't but he had been cheating through like um dms and social media and zoom and doing it secretly that way so even though he was at home all the time and not working and not going out and not drinking he was doing it secretly through like tech oh my god so he's like (laughs) i i would never put myself in situations where i could cheat i was actually doing it under the roof of my own house (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck He's like, I wasn't actually moving and going anywhere and doing it. I was um, I was on my on- couch while Casey was working her full-time jobs <laughs> and, so and eating all of her food. Oh, my God. <laughs> so dead. Um, okay. So we wrapped that up. So now we're at the Mountain Villa and Mark shows up and puts us in our chairs and yep. lines up the single guys. And it's like, we have some a surprise for you. Yeah. And what's funny is I, like, I sit on my um, laptop while I'm watching and I take notes. And when I saw uh-huh. the guys lined up and Mark wa- walk up, I wrote date selection. I did too. I just assume. <laughs> and I had watched, I watched your season before, like a month ago or something, two months ago, just yeah. to like watch it. But I completely forgot this happened. Yeah. No, me too. I literally wrote date selection. I was like, oh, wait, this is Cameron. So Mark says, like, Cameron, come on out. And I'm like, who the hell is Cameron? We genuinely were so shocked. I was cracking up over all the guys calling him Clark Kent. Yes. Val is like pissed off. He calls him Jimmy Neutron and says he needs to go, go home. Says he's going to destroy the kid if we send him home for Cameron. Oh my gosh. What were your thoughts when you first saw? And you know how like sometimes with TI, like we would do a couple things like different times to get like a different angle or whatever. Like, yeah. Was that your first time actually seeing Cameron or did they have him walk it? Wow. Yeah. No, we really had no idea what was going on and we had never seen him before. And when he walked in, we had no idea. We're like, what? That's why when I say who the hell is Cameron, like I'm legit like what the fuck is going on right now? Did you think he was cute or like what were your thoughts? Honestly, no, he's not my type. Yeah. He's not my my type either. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I love Cameron. Don't get me wrong, but he literally looks like he's like at the country club on like a Tuesday afternoon, like, you know, like crypto. Okay. Not my type of guy. (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> it's not my type of dude. I think he's wearing like a pastel collared shirt buttoned up to the top. Like this is not my my type. Love yeah. him. Nice guy, just not my type. Okay. And he was like a nice guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think you'll see that as time goes on. Okay. Um. So the four of us girls, we like get in a circle. We're all chatting about being on the same page, which I think is so cute. I remember these times where like whenever we had to make big decisions like this or like whenever we had to pick dates, we always would like talk to each other and make sure mm-hmm. like nobody's stepping on anybody's toes, that all of our like we're all on the same page at all times. Like yeah, every elimination, every date selection, anything that was like a big decision, the four of us always were like, let's meet and yep. make sure we don't fuck anyone's experience up. Right. Absolutely. Um, so we decide we're going to trade and we traded Roman for Cameron. And yeah, the reason why I think it's pretty self-explanatory. He just kind of like disappeared. I think the environment was a little alpha male for him and he just got lost in the mix. And then yeah. none of us had like none of us had like chemistry with him. He was the sweetest guy, like the nicest guy, but none of us just had like that like attraction, like mm-hmm. and that type of connection with him. So yeah, I can it see that. It made sense. Um, okay, so then, like, the ceremony ends. Cameron, like, goes into the kitchen where they're, like, panning back and forth between the kitchen scene and his confessional. Cameron admits he feels the tensions. All the guys are such assholes. They toast to Roman in front of him, okay? I know. <laughs> and they're <laughs> They're literally like, yeah, you're the only one excited to be here. Right? <laughs> Val admits that they are not stoked that he's here to his face. Val literally says that to this poor guy's face. Wynn says that Cameron needs to put in his own work when Cameron asks, like, what's been going on? And then this cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Wynn was like, Roman had all the bathroom duties and cleaned <laughs> the kitchen, just so you know. I love that. Right? <laughs> like, giving him a little hazing. Yeah. He needs it. I agree. Uh, they put in the work. You know, they've been there longer. Yeah. He's got to. And like it went from us like barely speaking to them and it being an awkward like silence to us like hanging out with all them. So it's, it's facts like he did need to put in work the way they did. Right. Um. So we go over to the beach villa. Morgan and Evan are like eye flirting right off the bat. <laughs> I noticed that. <gasps> um. And then Javen's in those spectacles again. Love yep. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here for it. And then Lindsay walks in. The guys and the girls are all shocked the same way that we all were at the mountain villa. And then I am sorry, but when they, same thing, all the guys like group together to decide who they're going to send home. And they're talking about how one of the girls they don't like have a connection with. And you don't know who they're talking about. But then Javen says it's like an Android charger trying to go into an iPhone. I died. And the guys died. That is the funniest analogy, honestly, I think I've ever experienced. How how does he honestly think of this shit? I have to know. As soon as he said that, I immediately understood what he meant. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, that's never going to work. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then Carl, he's the one that, like, breaks the news to the girls. And I love how he says, me and the rest of the board have decided to make a trade. And we are firing Kathleen. Oh, my God. And then, like, John, this is where, like, Evan's true colors come out again. John, like, kind of feels bad. 
And then Evan like talks to him like kind of like rough. He's like, hey, man, life is tough, bro. With like just zero remorse for Kathleen. <laughs> like absolutely none. That literally reminds me of like Kendall and Corey. It was like one of our <laughs> one of the episodes for like my season. But same thing. Kendall was like, this is like a business transaction. Like we literally have to do what's oh, and it was like eliminations and Corey's yeah. like, okay, but like these are actually like good human people. beings. They're nice human beings or whatever. Like yeah. Kendall was like, you need to be stronger. It's like, <laughs> damn, okay. Like, Whoa. Sheesh. Um, yeah. Uh, I could see why they would get rid of Kathleen though, if I'm being yeah. honest. I just, yeah. you know. She's like an Android charger with an iPhone. Um yeah. Evan thinks he knows Lindsay and she confirms that they matched on dating apps years ago. You guys were dating for like literally a decade. I'm like, okay. Cause I'm just like, okay, so like, let's break this down. Cause technically, yeah, we knew each other for a decade, but we were exclusive for five. So it better have been bef- like five, six years ago. Not three years ago, not two years ago. So he basically just got outed on national television immediately, which honestly, like, I feel like they had to have known that. Like, there's no way, there's no way that that was a coincidence. I wonder if during her interview process, like, they obviously had to live in some like proximity to one another. Yeah. So I wonder if when she said where she lived, one of the producers was like, oh, like, do you by any chance know yeah. Evan? And she could be like, like, maybe she was like, oh, actually, you could do. And then explained it. And then, yeah, they picked him. I could see that being. Because it just seems like, dude, it's just too big of a coincidence. Like, come on. Like, you're going to out him like that? Like, there's no way. If that <laughs> was just a coincidence, that's like a production gold moment they were probably like fuck yes like we just Mm -hmm. landed the jackpot but like when you watch that back did you ask him about that or was there i mean that was like i'm sure the smallest incident out of in the grand scheme of things but that he literally just admitted that he was on dating apps possibly yeah while you were dating to be honest when i watched um when i was watching the show me and him were not speaking like oh. he he was like texting me every like few days, few weeks, and like I was ignoring everything that he'd sent. So I never really asked him about these things because okay. me and him, we only talked like a week after filming. We talked for like two days in person, and that's when we really talked about the show and what went down. But okay. when the show was actually airing, we were not speaking because that's right. when I I like sent him that crazy novel text on okay. New Year's Eve. And then the yeah. show aired two weeks later. So me, I'd never spoken to him again. Wow. So I saw this after I already like ghost moded him for life. Gotcha. <laughs> so, gotcha. Yeah. So I never asked him about it. And I didn't like it at that point, like I had no feelings for him. So it was irrelevant. Wow, but I was just dude. like another, an, add another one to the tally to the double life. Literally. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. I When I watched that, I was like, holy shit. I know. Wild. Um, Morgan's in the confessional. She's not impressed with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know your thought because I can't. I'm going to get eaten alive by Morgan fans if I say what I think about th- that confessional moment. Like her saying she's unimpressed. And just like her attitude, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think that it was definitely like mean girl-esque. But yeah. 
I also feel like in that moment, like I could see myself too being like kind of like catty. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like it is a competition and the fact that she's saying she knows Evan and all that. Yeah. Just having a new girl to the mix and she's, you know, very bubbly and had that one liner and like how talking about how she's blonde and beautiful and all that. Like I, I could see. It why just, Morgan would be annoyed, but I do think yeah. it came off very, like, catty. Yeah, yeah. Agree. Agree. Um, okay, so now we're going on dates. Nicole takes Jack because of, like, the palm, and, like, she got a little, like, vibe from him and thinks he's a good guy. Shari and Luna, and they all go to a pineapple farm. Yep. Shari and Luna seem like they're having a lot of fun together. I thought they're super cute. Um, this cracked me up then and it cracked me up now. Nicole talking about the pineapples. Girl, she went on a tangent. <laughs> she went on a tangent. She's like, you can drink them. You can eat them. Pineapples are a little more interesting than, I, than what I gave them credit for. Right, right. She's like, we're on a whole pineapple spiel. <laughs> yes, literally. That shit was funny then and it was funny again. Um... <laughs> Shari feels comfortable with Luna because he doesn't ask those deep burning questions with all, which honestly, like I understand, like it's oh, like, yeah. it's awkward having to talk about like deep shit mm-hmm. when you're like on a date with someone. It's like, I can't explain it. I wouldn't wish yeah. out anyone though. So I, I get why she like loved that. Right. I also feel like the producers prompt a lot of the guys and girls, I'm sure, but like they prompt the singles to ask certain questions and that oh. I actually know for a fact and well, I will talk about that in my season, season but they I know for a fact firsthand that there are a list of questions that they are told to ask us on these dates yeah and that makes sense. like I can say on some dates yes very genuine others it was uncomfortably scripted like, I don't think they were aware how obvious it was. And it just, it makes you literally want to go home and scream into your pillow because it's like, what the fuck am I here for? Like, yeah. who is genuine? Who is not? It, it, it's just, you can yeah. tell. You can tell. And I oh, think yeah. that's probably what was happening. So for her to find a guy who made her feel comfortable and able to be herself and that went against the grain and wasn't asking the questions that are prompted of him to ask like that means a lot yeah totally um okay so now we look at the other date which is evan went with morgan of course jeffrey and carl they have a paddleboard beach day and that paddleboard that they went on that looks really fun like i have a weird fear of the ocean but i would do that like i would do that in a heartbeat like that looks like so much fun yeah well can we talk about how carl compares jeffrey to beyonce Wait, uh, yeah, he did, did say that. He did say that. Because she's confident. I'm like, what the hell? That's a big, those are some big shoes to fill. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> um, okay, then it goes pans over to Katie picked Carlos. I picked Val. I thought it was cute if they, like, swooped us up to the boat because the sand was, like, really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie picks Carlos because he's the kind of guy she's looking for. And then I just – the thing that I, I can't stand about Katie in these moments is she compliments the single guy that she's dating, but she can never just stop there. She then has to put down John, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she can never just stop there. Like, why can't she just compliment the single guy and stop? 
you know? It's just like, don't. <laughs> I can't breathe. He said, she can't ever just stop there. And he always takes it too far and puts down this poor man. Like, I just don't understand. It's like she says something really nice. And I'm like, oh, like that's so sweet. And then it's like, shit's yeah. all over John. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Like, why does it, why do they have to go hand in hand? <laughs> so dead right now. Oh my gosh. I think it's more like she's, I can't tell if she's trying to convince like America about like, yeah. that John's a certain way or herself that John's a certain way because she's constantly saying, and I also think it goes like with Evan when he's always trying to tell people yeah he's not what his actions are literally yeah showing us who he is like it's very strange <laughs> I yeah just think that it's, maybe she's trying to validate her actions this her is the actions. thing you remember how i said I, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before i think it was last episode where we we're talking about all the crazy stuff like evan was telling people about me to make them think i'm like this horrible person mm-hmm. i think it might be the same kind of thing like she wants people to think a certain way about john so her actions like make sense to people like that's absolutely. why she, you know what i mean absolutely So I don't know. But yeah, I just I can't I couldn't not say that because she does it all the time. It's like she's saying the nicest thing about someone. I'm like, oh, wow, like that's so sweet. And it's like she literally is like and I like talks about him not being manly again. I'm like, dude, (laughs) like just cut it out. Oh, my gosh. It's so true. But your guys, your your date looked really fun and you picked Val because he's funny and it makes you guys all laugh right? Yeah, I did. I was like, it's a good time. Okay. Let's talk really quick about banana boating. So fun fact. It looked so fun though. Okay. It looked super fun. Like in that clip because production, I will say this is where they did me a solid. Okay. Because they edited out like everything from that day and they made it look like a fun, glorious time. They could have made me look like the biggest fucking psycho known to mankind because I was terrified on the banana boat. Like I was freaking out, like literally terrified. So I been open. I have a phobia of the ocean. Okay. Okay. Normally it's like in deep water, Mm -hmm. but see, this is the thing. The banana boat, all four of us were on it. So when the boat started going really fast, there was so much weight on the banana boat that it would take us underneath water for like a long period of time. Yes. That's scary. It was fucking terrifying. I was like, I am going to die. Like I'm going to suffocate and die. Like I was not on board. Everyone else was having fun. They literally gave us like a hand motion to save so that the boat would like slow down. And I was like screaming and so upset. Val, this he handled it like a fucking champ. He was like calming me down. He was like doing the hand motion for the guys, like telling them, like, you have to slow down. Like, she's really scared. Yeah. And like, he handled it so good, like a mental breakdown. But like, I was freaking out. And production, I love you forever for not putting that shit (laughs) on national television because it was, it would have been real embarrassing. (laughs) 
like real embarrassing. Oh my god! I mean, no, that is that is very scary, dude. So. It was so crazy because it's like we're going fast, and then all of a sudden we're like underwater, and we didn't right. even, like you don't even see it coming because it's just the weight on it would just suck you under. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, dude, major phobia, like drowning, suffocating, water, like major phobia of mine. So I was like, not okay. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, they definitely edited it to make it seem. Right. Because I was watching like, like, damn, that looks like a blast. No, man, they did me a solid production having my back yet again. Um, Love that. Okay, so now we're panning back over to Carl's date. Uh-huh. He's opening up to Jeffrey that he just, like, feels unappreciated in his relationship. And one thing that I noticed is he's constantly bringing up Nicole's age. I – oh, my <laughs> gosh. I said the same thing. And that's where it's, like, I feel like he's projecting on her and he's trying to find an excuse or, like – yeah. A way to have control. I'm older, you're younger. So yep. no matter what you do, I'm always going to be the more mature one because I'm older and I can yeah. do no wrong because you're just young. You're this young 25 year old. Like I wrote that too. I don't like that. I, I don't do like it like either. Because to be honest, like I feel like I was, I've been very mature at like a young age. I feel like yeah. we've talked about this. And yeah. I have dated people older than me who are vastly more immature yeah so i'm like that whole the age thing no No, dude age is just a number i strongly believe that and people mature differently at different ages just depending on your own life experience like there's not like one set number for everyone so yeah Mm -hmm. that annoys me that he keeps bringing that up it's like yeah and it also annoys me i think because it's something like her age is something she can't control so it's like you're annoyed over something that like is there's nothing that's going to change that. Like that's her yeah. age and it's going to continue to be her age until she gets older. Like, you know and what I like, mean? It's like, I would like to hear some examples of what her age and her actions like correlated have yeah. to do with why you're saying this, but you're not really giving us anything. All you're saying is she's younger. She's 25. Okay. And what is she doing yeah at that age that's making you feel a certain way like there's no there's never any examples it's like like, I feel like he is just a perfect example of like an un I literally put this on my Instagram story recently he's a perfect example of an unhealed person projecting their shit onto a healed person yeah you know another thing I noticed about this conversation is that he was like, I, you know, sometimes I do things because Jeffrey was like, okay, well, why do you feel this way? Yeah. Like, what, what is she doing? And he literally was like, you know, sometimes I do things and she doesn't th- say thank you. And what's crazy is I was actually watching this with um, a person that I'm seeing. Yeah. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't do something for a thank you. You do yeah. something for someone because you love them. Great so, answer. Like the fact that he literally was like, this guy is saying that he's basically doing all these things for a thank you, not because he's doing it out of the kindness out of his of heart love. because he yeah. loves someone. He, and I was yeah. like, damn, that's a great fucking point. Yeah. That's a great point. And I like I feel like that it's so true. It's like conditional love. Uh-huh. Which is like not chill. Um, and then he kind of ends it with just explaining that Jeffrey's super easy to talk to, but there just isn't a romantic connection there, which I agree. Like, I don't see them as anything more than friends. No. Um, okay. John picked Tara 
they have a lot of fun together and he wants to have a great time. So that's why he picked her. I didn't really have much more to say on that. I just think that she's a super sweet girl and I'm glad that he had like a good time with her. Yeah. Basically, he's like, I'm done worrying about what Katie's doing. Which, like, mm-hmm. g- yeah, good, good choice. Um, Javen being funny as ever. He has his pectorals out. And admits, yeah. and admits Allie has some buns, which I was like, damn, like freaking Shari's coming for you. Like, yeah. I would, you said that with too much confidence. But again, the way that he just like words things had me dying. He's so funny. Like, just he kills me. He's like, I'm trying to look at Allie as a person, but she's definitely got buns. That's <laughs> so funny. Like, um, so now we're to back to our date. Um, I'm gonna be honest, Katie and Carlos make absolutely no sense to me they never did they didn't make sense to me then they don't yeah. make sense to me now well, i just what think happened katie- with so that's the thing katie was just like testing all the guys out so like i just think she was literally like and then we talk about it later because carlos kind of brings it up she was just like really flirting with every single dude like she was living her best life okay yeah her best okay. Single, very very single life yes okay i got it yeah um so then it pans over to me and Val and I thought this was so funny this is another fun fact I said I was like dang okay are we like sharing straws (laughs) and like fun (laughs) fact so I thought this was so wild so we had like the same kind of date like Katie and Carlos went into the restaurant first did their talking dinner date and then they left and then me and Val came in so Katie and Carlos went in first and she came out and told me like yeah like they had one like cocktail drink with like two straws in it it's like super like datey like and we're both like drinking out of the straw she's like I didn't do it though like I'm not gonna drink straws out of the same cup because it's gonna look too much like a date for John like I don't want him to get upset and I'm like hey I was like what like you're like freaking okay so you can say certain things it's like you're like all over all these dudes you're like putting them down all the time but you're like scared to like share straws and like the same drink as a guy so me and Val like did that but we like got a little bit of heat from Katie because she was like yeah like that's so datey wow it's not weird I didn't think of it like that at all I didn't either no (laughs) I would have done that yeah um that was one of the few sips of alcohol that I had on the island, everyone. And it was one of the greatest drinks I've ever had in my life to this day. It was Ooh. so good. Was yeah. it like a pina colada? I think so with like a little bit of strawberry and it like Ooh. you tasted no alcohol. It was like a smoothie, but it had like a shit ton of alcohol in it. Love that. Um, so Val says the guy you're with took really big risk in bringing you here. And I'm like uh-huh. kind of giggling him off again I go that's what I would do whenever he would like intimidate me or make me nervous I would just like giggle yeah and then he says hopefully he realizes and if he doesn't he's shit out of luck and I'm just kind of sitting there just intimidated and freaking yeah. out <laughs> so I feel like Val really like appreciated you though like he seemed like he thought you were really funny like again the the first thing you said after the date I forget what it was but I was, he like, was like dang we're like sharing straws yeah but he literally <laughs> was like cracking up yeah. I feel like he, what he's saying, like it, there's truth behind it. So you, you think it's genuine because that's been so. a big, de- that's been a big debate with Val. What people don't know if like the way he was talking and mm-hmm. like being towards me on the show was genuine or if it was for airtime, I would say 75% mm. think it's genuine. And then like 25% think it's like Val wants airtime. I think it was genuine. I'm being honest. From what I'm seeing right now, it seems genuine. 
Yeah. Like, true, like I don't have anything bad to say. And I feel no. like the way that he's honestly like trying to like defend your honor when it comes to Evan, like he's oh, very yeah. much like you deserve the best, regardless of him being in the yeah. picture, like Val being no, in the picture. I yeah. think he's always being like, you know, you deserve better. And this he, guy's like an idiot for bringing or for doing this with you. Yeah, he was definitely always thinking of me. I felt that like when we were um, filming. Um, So then it pans over to Evan and Morgan's date. And this cracked me up. Evan is going to, quote, take it really, really slow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. I think our definitions of slow are very different. Yeah. Webster's Dictionary. (laughs) Okay. Like... (laughs) I don't think our copies are the same. That's okay. why I think that he really like I think that he in his mind was like I'm going to do this a certain way and then just was getting like got caught up in some shit. Yes. Got caught up in oh some shit. God. Um Morgan is looking for something real and Morgan wants him to invite her on every single date. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, the second that, like, I just feel like with Morgan, it's like, she really needs the words of affirmation. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's one of those things where she picks apart. And to be honest, like, to be fair, I genuinely, like, I I do this as well. Like, I I think just, like, being an overthinker. And I'm not saying, like, she she seems like she's doing it in more of, like, a confident, like, aggressive way. I'm more like an overthinker, like, words of affirmation type. Yeah. But with her, when he was like, I'm going to take it slow with everyone, she didn't even let him finish. And she was like, everyone? Yeah. Everyone? Like, she's like, I – like, she needs to constantly be told that he's – all about her again not gonna eliminate her all this stuff and I think she's forgetting that he has a whole ass girlfriend (laughs) and that it's like they've known each other universe right now exactly but yeah I I don't know I'm dead um but wait you just said something that I've like wanted to piggyback off of but I forgot I was saying just like words of affirmation, overthinker, needing like validation. God, I don't know. Oh, well. Know. well Maybe it whatever. will come back to me. <laughs> um, okay. So guys get back from their date. <laughs> Javen telling Brittany that she scares him. And, <laughs> and I died because he's like, as a friend, like she's great. But dating, she's a suspect for sure. Did she's, I- like, <laughs> she's like a cheetah in the jungle. And then he ended it with that she's bone chilling. <laughs> did I not call it though? Did I not call it last episode? You did. You I'm did. sorry. I feel like I have a very good judge of character. Like I can read people so well. And I said this having no intent on like the next episode like this was very much just my opinion in the moment there was just she just seems very like intense and like the way that the way that she's staring at him (laughs) while he's saying like you kind of scare me sometimes like she is literally like every moving like every turn that he's making she's trying to like move her head to like watch him it was a little like I'm glad he said it though. I really am because at first I was like, "Damn, am I being a little too hard on this girl?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> no I not. know damn well like what I'm seeing is like accurate." Yeah, 
he said, I just can't believe he said that she's a cheetah in the jungle and then called her bone chilling. Like, that is the craziest thing. If someone said I was bone chilling, I'd be like, okay, I need to make some adjustments. <laughs> you know what made me crack up too is that he was like, yeah, like, I don't know. You kind of scare me sometimes. Like, you have this energy, like, but you're also kind of like, I think he said like sexual. Yeah. And she literally looks up and goes, it's because I'm an Aquarius, huh? And he's like, I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I think it's just- <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's that. <laughs> he literally was like, I don't know what it is, but something's weird. <laughs> oh, it's because I'm an Aquarius. Huh? Keep the zodiac sign out of this. It went right, right <laughs> over his head. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what? <laughs> I'm so dead. I'm glad you brought that up. That's actually oh so funny. <laughs> me dying. Um, um, so then they decide to play a game and they have all the guys sit down and they go for Javen first. And they, say, <laughs> <laughs> they want him to do a lap dance. And he says that the girls are trying to get him crucified. <laughs> And it's confessional. He's like, you might as well just drop me into a lava pit and just incinerate me. This guy, I'm oh like God. crying again. Oh, that shit was funny yeah. as fuck. Yeah, that was um, good. Oh, good times. So then Carl refused. Oh, God, this, this part. So Carl refuses to do a body shot. Because he's scared to hurt Nicole. But mm-hmm. Evan is going to go ahead and take a bullet for his boy. And thinking- do the body shot for Carl. Because he obviously doesn't give a shit about hurting me. Evan's like, guys, I'll take one for the team. It's I'll like, take- or, or Evan, you could just simply say no as well. You could just let him like not do his dare. You know? Like, you, could just, like, you could just stay silent. Wait your turn. <laughs> Like, you literally, like, he did like not, a normal, like, like, a normal fucking there, person. There's no, like, volunteering as tribute. Like, you can literally just sit there. It's in Hunger to. Games. This isn't a life or death situation. He's like, I had to be a good friend and take one for the team and, and do this right, boy. It's like, no, you really could have just said no as well. Because you could have just, like, said, stayed silent. Because yeah. he's waiting turn. Shit. <laughs> It wasn't your turn. You did not need to involve yourself. This literally had nothing to do with you. Oh my god, I'm dead. Oh god. Okay, so John licks peanut butter off of Erica, and I wrote, "Wow, lol." He like he really was licking, but then he did make a good, valid point in the cast. Well, it's like it wasn't like the peanut butter was on her nipple, and I had to do circles around. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair point. Okay, fair. Point. dude he's another one that just says like these funny little comments like I think that like like I think that Javen is like very funny and like I do think he's unintentionally funny as well but I feel like John really doesn't know he's like funny like, no. you know what I mean no that was funny that made me laugh because <laughs> oh I was like God. that is a valid point my, yeah. my guy and I don't think um, I would to be honest I don't think I would be mad at that the peanut butter on the chest like, I, just, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would. And I wasn't mad at the body shot. Like, yeah, truly. no, no, same. I wasn't, which is weird. But no, yeah, neither of those things bothered me. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
Brittany goes up to Carl with a drink. They seem to be getting a little flirty. Carl admits that he wants to know her better. And then the mm-hmm. moment here's the thing. That- Here, here's the thing, Casey. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta just like, I'm gonna let you finish, but <laughs> I just cut you off because we're missing the part where Britt says, "Cheers to the energy that just took place in this house." <laughs> what you're right I, like, I, didn't, I didn't write that down but I did a double take when I heard her say that too it's like honestly like I aspire to be so like holistic and like just like vibey and like with the crystals and the energy like honestly like I have crystals I love it I'm a crystal girl yeah but like it's just the way that she words things has me all Plus, the it's like the energy isn't really solid energy, okay? It's four sketchy dudes <laughs> licking <laughs> peanut butter and taking body shots off of girls that aren't their girlfriends. Literally. And you guys are all drunk, okay? It's like this is actually not like the best energy right now that we're toasting. Weird, weird energy. Toxic energy. You guys Toxic need a freaking – what's that thing called? A uh... um, Sage. Yeah, we gotta sage this bitch. I said that like on on our very first episode we ever recorded that the beach villain has dark energy that needs to be saged, dude. The amount of just crazy shit that's happened in that house. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. Um, no worries, but let's talk about that little sing-song moment in the kitchen. I would simply pass away. Dude, <laughs> where did that come from? I honestly was watching, and all of a sudden I was I, singing. I'm thinking, who was singing? <laughs> I don't know how I would keep a straight face if a dude just came up to me in the kitchen, put his arm around me, and busted out in a song. I, I just honestly, like, I'm sorry. I wrote cringe. Like, it was a little cringy. I couldn't handle that well. It was a, it was a lot. But I will say, cringy. I will say, I feel like out of everyone you could sing to, she was probably a good choice because she's the only one that would be like, oh, this is not <laughs> the most embarrassing fucking thing that's ever happened to me. Yes, exactly. She's, she's, she's like, the only cute. one that would be like, oh, this is so cute in the vibe. Yes. Like, yes. Not, like, holy fuck like right. i need to get out of this situation yeah <laughs> um okay so carlos he's in the confessional and he's kind of upset that katie is treating all the guys the same way that like she treats him and he's confused and this is where like katie was kind of causing some issues with the guys in the house it's gonna play out later but yeah it was just she was like with johnny sometimes carlos sometimes wins sometimes uh-huh. it was always something and it was ca- definitely causing like issues in the house yeah um when is fully focused on katie and mm-hmm. katie says dude this is a big statement mm-hmm. you are the only guy who can rock my world yep like wow like that's yep. big statements are being made in jacuzzis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that was <sighs> a very kind of aggressive thing to say yeah Especially yeah. because, like, she didn't bring him on the date and also, like, they're still getting to know each other. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Um, all righty. So, so now Nicole and Tyler, mm-hmm. they're chatting by the pool. They admit that they only want to go on dates with each other. Nicole is worried that she's not going to be able to open up all the way in this environment. She doesn't want to make like any irrational decisions. Mm -hmm. And she admits that Carl doesn't trust her. 
And I did like how Tyler said and asked her and kind of put this on her radar. Why is it you always catering to him? Yeah. Because that is what's going on right now. And it's Mm -hmm. not cool. It's just the double standard is so fucking crazy with them. I mean, it's so true. And even she brought up, she was like, I think Carl's worried I'm going to do something because she's young. Like I'm younger than him. And again, it's like the age thing. I'm sorry. What? Like he doesn't trust her because she's younger. Like what the fuck does age have to do with anything? Like your actions are. This is like such an insecurity thing. That's why I feel like it's like he almost, I feel like people like that who are constantly telling you a certain like thing about yourself, it's because they're trying to cover up how like they actually are and to make you believe that like, because they're okay. How can I word this? Like, I feel like even though he's older by him constantly telling her that, you know, he can't trust her because she's younger or like, it's like, the he's age thing, that, it's like that, that doubt in her head. But it's almost like he's saying it so that she will never assume or think he's doing anything. Yeah. Like, it's like because he's older, he can do no wrong. And he's trying to, like, embed it in her mind that, like, a manipulate, like, a, <laughs> I a was manipulation just tactic. Say it's a, mi- a manipulation tactic. Like, he's trying to be like, you're younger. I can't trust you because you're younger and all this stuff. And he's trying to completely manipulate her into thinking that. He's so mature and he's like yeah. at this age where he could never do anything so that if he did do anything, like she wouldn't question it. Like, I, I just feel like and it's he's all- making it's he's also making it so that he's someone that she can look up to, you yeah. know, like he does things the correct way, the right way, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's fucked up. It's not cool. What's Ugh. going on here, especially knowing how things play out. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, Evan and Morgan, they're getting super flirty. Evan admits that she makes him nervous and they have crazy mm-hmm. chemistry. They tell each other that they are both in it and then they have a really passionate kiss. Yeah, very passionate. But okay. he also says the girl comment and I'm like, why? Wait, what does he <laughs> say with the girl comment again? Uh, I, he just says like. Just adds girl on the end yeah, of whatever he yeah. says. Yeah. I think he says he likes her girl or something like that. Cause I wrote, I really like, like you girl. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Cause I, I wrote, he then says he likes her again with the girl comment at the end. So yeah, clearly he, like, Oh my it's God. It's a habit. And then he says he's going after this because what he feels is real. So mm-hmm. they had the, it's the first, it, that's the first kiss on temptation Island, right? Yeah. So that yep. is the first kiss on TI. We obviously know what I I'm going to see in my bonfire clip. Yeah, so much for taking it slow there, Evan. <laughs> I know, right? Like literally earlier in the episode, I'm taking it slow. Ending the episode, passionate kiss. I'm all in. <laughs> oh my god, all in. Um. Okay, so now it is bonfire ceremony. I feel like mm-hmm. we there's a lot of bonfires. Like, which is so weird because they actually, since we had such a crazy epic meltdown after that first bonfire, they actually spread them out pretty decently to like give us time to like get our shit together before the next one. So it's weird watching them pump them out like this because it wasn't like that. Yeah. Um, Javen's clip. It's all the single guys kind of talking about Shari and that maybe she can do better. He says, I see a bunch of guys that like what I have. And he Mm -hmm. just seems super confident. Like, it's like, eh, it's not really getting to him. 
Yeah, honestly, I, I will say I did like what he said this podcast. I did. I did too. It just seemed like he's like, that's my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, they mm-hmm. like what I have. And like, I'm not going to let that make me yeah. feel any type of way. Well, and that's the thing. I feel like some people get annoyed with their significant other, like getting attention. Yeah. Or like being attractive or fun or outgoing. And they're like getting mad at the wrong person. Like, you're, you know, you're getting mad at your partner for getting this almost sometimes unwanted attention. Yeah. It's like, don't get mad at me for simply being myself. Like, and I think that Javen with this, it was the opposite. Like he was like, yeah, I see a bunch of guys that want what I have. Have. Yeah. And Which is a I would like, yeah. And I would like her too. That's why I'm with her type thing. That's also just like the difference between a secure person and an insecure person because like, like I'm not going to lie in the past when I've had like people I was dating and like other girls were like flirting or like giving them attention, I would be like really jealous and like in my feels about that. But now it's like if I was dating a guy and I know that like they're mine and like I sleep in his bed every night and like he's in love with me and like I have nothing to worry about, I would be turned on by that. Mm-hmm. I would be so turned on that like other girls are like giving my guy an attention and like I go home with him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'd be like, oh, yes. Right. Like, that's great. like Absolutely. I don't know. I just feel like it's just like it shows that he's secure in who he yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's Evan's clip. He sees me getting a piggyback ride, giggling with Val and Val saying that he took a big risk line. And again, I know this man. He is genuinely pissed watching this. Yeah. His face, dude. He cares like, so much what these people he doesn't like know care about. You know, care right? about him. Like he cares so much what these people think about him. You don't fucking know them. Why are you getting so upset? Dude, his face, like I just can't believe that he's genuinely getting pissed over uh-huh. the stuff I'm doing. Um Yeah, and then and he then, tries blaming you. He's like, Yes, you know. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad she's finally questioning this because she's the one who brought me here and all this stuff. Like, shut up. (laughs) And it's like, dude, I did not bring you here, okay? Like, you were so fucking excited and on board. It's just pathetic, the lies that just continue to come out. But he hopes that I go through with the whole experience, which Uh I think is so wild because – I've made it so known like when we came on the show we have like very very specific rules. Yeah. So it's like what do you mean you hope I go through with the whole experience because me and you are supposed to have like a fucking game plan. Yeah. And I'm not supposed to be going through with this whole experience. Yeah. No, he's backpedaling. Yeah, like I'm supposed to be staying loyal and faithful the same way you are. So right. I don't know what the fuck you, world you're living in because <laughs> it ain't universe. It ain't this universe. It ain't planet Earth. Oh, okay? He's just trying to cover all his tracks. And I think that that's what he's doing. Like how we talked about Katie kind of. Yeah. Bring up John. It's the same thing where it's like he wants to remind everyone yeah. your flaws so yeah. that can justify his actions. And that's uh-huh. where he's like, you know, just because she's now not into the experience, like, I don't want to, like, not pursue Morgan. Like, Plus, like, he wants it to, like, like we just said, he wants everyone to know that I'm at fault and that all of his actions are happening because mm-hmm. I forced him to come here. And yes. I, like, this is my fault for bringing yeah. him here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bitch, absolutely not. You wanted a blue check by your name. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Get, get the fuck out of here. Okay. 
um okay john sees winning katie in the jacuzzi uh-huh. he's kind of like nervous smiling while he's watching the clip um katie brings up licking the peanut butter a mark makes good points um i yeah. put about how he made good points how it's like okay like what john was doing was like a game you know yeah. like it was a game it didn't mean in front anything. of a bunch of people in front of a bunch of people it's not talking about like having like real genuine feelings in yeah. like a private setting like they're two very different things that are occurring yeah mark is so um, quick with those like little like, yeah. scenarios like he's like okay and i get what you're saying you did lick the peanut butter but but you were doing it in this setting, whereas she was doing this. And it's yes. like, damn, like, yeah. you don't even think that way sometimes. So for him to give you a different perspective, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. And the clip kind of ended where it seems like John is still holding on to him and Katie. Like, he wants them to work out. Yeah. I think he does. I think the whole time he does, too. Because yeah. I, every date that he's gone on, like, thus far, or, like, when he's at the parties or talking to the guys, he's always – saying how he's done talking about Katie or like whatever she's doing this and all this but he's still talking about her while saying that like it's like you're you're still talking about her though and that's why I think in his mind he is hoping that they work out you can tell he's he's trying really hard to not be hurt oh it's sad I know um Carl's clip it's her it's Nicole by the pool with Tyler opening up to him you can tell Carl is not thrilled. Chafin uh-huh. <laughs> in the background saying, please, God. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks, oh, and then Carl, I just put, like, he thinks um, that the whole experience is, like, messing with her mind. He starts getting emotional, uh-huh. and he admits that he misses her a lot, and that if he saw anything in particular, like, he would be a mess. And yeah. I, I felt for him in this. You could tell he's like kind of panicking. He's like, yeah. shit. Like, I think we're a little in over our head. I actually did too. And yeah. I felt like going into his clip, I was ready to like jump down his throat because yeah. I was thinking, all right, here we go with Nicole kind of being vulnerable, opening up. And then you have Tyler kind of talking poorly about their relationship. Like, yeah. I was ready for Carl to get defensive and kind of like, come for Nicole or come for Tyler. And I just saw a different side of Carl for once. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised. And I did feel for him as well. Cause it is very scary. Like when you think you're losing someone, you're like, fuck, you know, you could tell he was, he's genuinely scared in that yeah. moment. He's mm-hmm. like very, he's worried. He misses her. He doesn't know where her head's at. He, he's not comfortable with this whole thing. Like you could definitely like, it wasn't an act. How yeah. He was feeling. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're walking in. Uh-huh. I admit this is the first time on the show that I admit that my anxiety is out of control. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, dude, I was a hot mess. Like, even though I was having like, it was so weird because I was having fun. Like I was like enjoying my time with the guys, like playing capture the flag, laughing, like having a good time. But my anxiety was so bad. I had absolutely zero appetite. I could not eat food at all to the yeah. point where I remember one morning when I realized how bad of a situation my anxiety was in. I talked to one of the main producers and I was like, this is like uncomfortable for me to admit. But like my anxiety is so bad. 
I can't eat anything and I like need to get something in me. And the one thing that like helps me is smoothies. I was like, I'm not trying to be a diva at all, but is there like any way we can get me like a strawberry smoothie in the morning yeah. just for me to get like something in me. And every single morning when I woke up for the rest of the show, a PA would put a strawberry smoothie in my bathroom Aww. when I woke up in the morning. So every That's morning funny. I would have a strawberry smoothie because I was a, such a hot mess and That's I couldn't so nice eat nice though. I know. It was really nice. So they did. They made sure I had every single morning my strawberry smoothie was like ready to go as soon as I woke up. Yeah. Um, Shari, she makes a little joke. She feels like she's going to a funeral. Yes. Um, and that's why she's wearing black. I thought that was funny. And then she does admit that she is getting tougher, though. And I could tell, like, she seems just, like, happier and lighter. And, yeah, it just makes, makes me proud of her. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm first this time, you guys. That's a, a shock, <laughs> especially because of what we're about to see. I'm, I'm, I'm like curious right? about the logic behind this. I know. I have a feeling probably um, they're going to have Katie watching the peanut butter boobs. Next or last? Maybe last. Maybe they oh, saved okay. hers for last to kind of mess with her a little bit. But, yeah, I think this might be one of the only times that I'm first. Do you think, but that I... they, do you think they did this to mess with you? Yeah. That's so fucked. Yeah, I think they were just trying to like, because I'm a really smart person and they could tell that even though I, I never gave production a hard time, like I was always so like thankful and easy to work with and like showed up on time and did what I needed to do. But I was also like too smart because yeah. I would like catch on to things, you know, like I would catch on to the order that we would film things and I would catch on like when they would ask us to do certain things or talk about certain things. Mm -hmm. and Like I just, I couldn't be manipulated. Yeah. You know, because I was always one step ahead. Yeah. So that just like kind of messed with them a little bit and they needed to keep me on my toes. So yeah, I think they probably switched things up. So I wasn't like, Damn. It's, so it's kind of messed up that they had you go first though, because it probably got your hopes up. You weren't going to see something bad. It, it did. Yeah. <laughs> it did. That's yeah. <laughs> it did. I was like, oh yes. Like I have the easy clip today. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Um, I thought it was so, again, it's so weird seeing me like this because I'm not like this anymore. I still definitely have anxiety, right. but seeing me like go through like full blown anxiety on TV, like that is really wild because mm -hmm. I'm closing my eyes. I'm like breathing because I'm literally like my heart's racing. Yeah. My teeth are chattering. Like I'm going through f not a panic attack yet. We'll have that later in the show, but I'm like keeping <laughs> like it at bay at this yeah. point and you can tell because that's what I do I close my eyes and I breathe and I like count to 10 and I'm doing that right now in this moment wow wow um so I start crying while I watch the clip it's Morgan and Evan and their passionate kiss and they're yeah. all in and then after the clip ends I'm just shaking my head and I'm really quiet and then I say this is so sad <laughs> this is why my dad doesn't watch this show I said it's like torture I'm literally being tortured yeah. right now. And honestly, facts, that's what, it felt. that's what it felt like. <laughs> like psychological warfare. Be that's the thing. It's like, obviously, like you saw, you know, the worst of the worst. And I would never compare my experience to yours or anyone. I can't because we mm -hmm. all had different experiences. But yeah, it was torturous all the same. I mean, yeah. again, different fucking levels. But still, no comparison. But it really, it really is torture. 
Yeah. You're hearing things about yourself you've never heard. You're you're being told things about yourself you didn't know. You're watching like the person you love be with someone else. And there's different levels. So yes, obviously, again, it's so different with your experience, but you were absolutely correct. Like you were literally like, it we was were just, being tortured and we signed yeah. up for it, but we were, we, you know, you didn't know what you were going to see, but we no. were being tortured. <laughs> I had no idea. And I, in that moment, it was just, I think I was just like so blown away just by mm-hmm. everything. I was like an out of body experience and I can't even explain how I feel because I just, I wasn't all there <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I was just in fight or flight and I don't it was just like survival mode. And every time that I would go to a bonfire and I would see a clip, the thing that like really shook me up was like, I do not know this person. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is someone that I've been sleeping next to for God knows how long. And like, I literally don't know who he is. Yeah. And like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like this is like terrifying. So it was just, it was just like shocking, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Especially because you came into it with like a different motive and going into into it, it, you guys were on the same page. Yeah. Like we came into it where literally he, we left LA and he's telling all of his friends and my family, like he's going on there to get a ring for me. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> and like, yeah. and then I'm seeing these clips and I'm just like, I can't even explain what I felt like. I feel like I'm mumbling right now because I just, I can't put my mind back there because it's like, it was just a very disconnected, like out of body, yeah. like trauma dissociating experience. <laughs> like absolutely, the only way I could explain it in that moment was I'm being tortured because that's what it felt like. I was like, I'm never going to be okay. I'm not going to be able to eat food until I get to the end of this experience. And I still have another like two and a half weeks left and I'm yeah. dying slowly. That's, oh my like, God. The time goes by so slow and you have no clocks, like no phone, no TV, no books, no pencils, no paper, no, you have nothing. And you are literally like, oh my God, like, when is yeah. this going to end? Like you really go into it having no idea anything. But honestly, Casey, I feel like anyone who would watch their significant other cheat could agree that's torturous. Like yeah, it's dude. one thing to find out that you've been cheated on, but to like actually fucking witness it. No. I and like feel that's the same the, way. Like I don't I don't have a lot of haters and I am very lucky and blessed to be able to say that. However, the haters that I do have, even though they're a small little group, they're pretty, they're pretty fucked up. Not going to (laughs) lie. They got some strong, strong things to say. But the thing is, is I don't let them get to me because when they say like how I acted on the show was like crazy or like you're a psycho or all this shit. It's like, I know for a fact, like if I was a millionaire, I would bet a million fucking dollars, all my money that I had that you wouldn't last a fucking day in, no. the, sh- in the situation Never. that I went through. There ain't no fucking way. So no. you can't say shit because what I went through was a goddamn battle. <laughs> like every day was a fight for my life and there ain't no way you would have lasted or handled oh it God. any better. You would have handled no. it worse. Okay. Absolutely. Hands down. Okay? Yep. yep. I completely so, agree. Yeah, man. Full-blown psychological torture. 
Ugh. So yeah, that's where we ended. And I, I handled it like a boss. I will say I was not upset or weirded out or anxious at all. What? Like watching this episode? Yeah. Good. I know. I'm like annoyed because like, I want to ask about like your clip, but I know we have to save it for next episode because it's going to oh, be yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I can't, we can't finish off your clip because yeah. there's more to it. But like, I, I just, yeah, I have so many questions about what was next, going on and stuff, but we're going to have to save it. Ask them, ask them all. I feel like the next few episodes are going to be tough because I think it's also the, the episode is coming up where Evan and Morgan have sex and I close my eyes during the clip and then oh. I walk off camera with from the producer. So yeah, we're going <laughs> to, shit's going to start popping off. Huh. Like I, I think it's either next week or the week after. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Well, um, I'm glad that this was like a, a good uh, episode for you to watch. No, dude. And I, I was like, okay, like this was definitely worse than last week's. And I'm, yeah, like I'm totally fine, which is so weird because I feel like I shouldn't be, but I'm like, no, dude, I'm really good. <laughs> like, Well, I think it's because you're just in a, such a different and also better place yeah. than even like yeah he is so it's like we just laugh, <laughs> laugh about it now at this point like, yeah who's no. really better off mm, no for, for real like it's yeah yeah I'm killing it so yeah, yeah, yeah I'm handling yeah. it really well good um okay so that's that and then also I wanted to say we me and Aaron just got tagged and some stuff on Instagram so I guess there's a new season of ti that's going to be filming in the fall so we're gonna have more stuff to recap yes yes we're gonna have a season five everyone super exciting um already anything else before i say our normal little spiel deal no just like love you guys and you know keep messaging us keep tagging us and stuff um questions comments Yes, the reviews. We are huge. love we love the reviews. So yeah, um, go follow us on Instagram at it's tempting pod. If you have any questions, concerns, our emails, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Um, go like and follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, five star reviews, leave a review, all of it, any of it helps. We're on our way to hitting like sixty thousand downloads, which is just freaking crazy Um, we love you all we love that you guys are like anxiously awaiting our episodes refreshing every day um (laughs) yeah dude not gonna lie it's just like we're so thankful and like so stoked about it no seriously so so thankful all righty you guys so that's it we will see you next week and we love you all bye bye